Hey, it's Peter Dills. Before we get the show started, a special thank you to all those who made this hour possible. Longo Alexis, Tattinger Champagne, Gladstones of Long Beach, Sapporo Beer, Huntington Meats at the Fairfax, Surface Culinary District of LA, and you, our loyal listener. Okay, let's get this show started. Now, live, the king of cuisine, Peter Dills. Another restaurant show, right? No, it's Peter Dills, the king of cuisine. Hey, it's Peter Dills, the king of cuisine. Yeah, L.A., Orange County's king of cuisine. We are here live. It's 5.02. We're in Anaheim, Angels Stadium. We're going to be here for the next hour. It's a food show like no other. You know, I've been reviewing restaurants, going to restaurants since I was just a little boy. When I think I was seven or eight years old, my father, Elmer Dills, was a restaurant critic for the Herald Examiner and then went on for 30 years on Channel 7. I have been to... I got to say, I've been to more restaurants than you have. <laughs> I just had to say it. I didn't. I was asking my friend, Craig. He's like a consultant for businesses. And he, I go, how do I politely tell everybody that without sounding uh, boorish or braggish? And he goes, just tell them that you've been to more restaurants than anybody else. And I have. I've, been, I've seen restaurant reviews. I've seen how it's done. And that particular uh, opinion or what I've just said is leading me to a commentary that I'm actually going to start the show with. But first, uh, I put a new new spot in before we started the show, and it sounded like I missed one of our sponsors, and that is Coco Palms, the best Cuban food that I've found in the Pomona area, uh, Laverne out that way. It's off the 10 freeway. You've seen it. It's called Coco Palms, and it is fantastic. I was there just two weeks ago. The general manager's name is Jesse. So without further ado, let's start the show. But if you're in the area and you're looking for some real authentic Cuban food, check it out. All right. Hey, Evelyn, um, his his microphone is too – I can hear him breathing. So let's – yeah, yeah. No, no, no. It's good. It's that's, It's radio. When I first started with radio, yeah. I was nervous when I would drop a pen on the ground like, uh-oh. You can hear it? Oh, no, I didn't care about okay. hearing it. I thought, "Oh my god, it's like uh, oh, do I have time to pick up the pen? We've got plenty of time. It's a fun show." We've got a trivia question today. It's 7142830830 It is a true or false question. The deal is that it's, I'm going to give you a hint. It has something to do with a martini. The three people in the studio right now already know that it's about a martini, but it's a true or false question. So if you call in and you get it wrong, the question's going away. And I was going to give away a $35 gift card to the doghouse, but I think Chef T wants me to give away a gift card to Gladstone so we can accommodate him on that. But before we do that, I've got a commentary that I want everybody to listen to. I wish we had some official commentary music, but we don't. <laughs> <laughs> right? What is official commentary music? Con- commentary music. All right. So the, the segue of me talking about that I've been doing this for 15 years on the radio and television and on YouTube. Uh, we weren't on the, we weren't on the uh, radio last week because the Angels had a 4 o'clock game, and I had a bunch of people emailing me nervous that we were gone somewhere. No, we didn't go anywhere. The Angels... Angels preempted the show. 
So if you're not on Facebook or Instagram, which a lot of you people aren't, you can just go onto our website, diningwithdills.com, diningwithdills.com, and that will give you an update on where we are, where we've been, and where we plan to go. Peter Dills, and it's AMA 30 KLAA, and here is my commentary. All right, this was written with hopes of sorting out my own vocabulary, what the difference between old-school dining and old-school restaurants. Just thinking old-school when you go out to eat. To me, the old-school restaurant would be red leather booths, white linens, dark bar area, maybe a maitre d', possibly a martini. So let's not forget a restaurant where you can actually get service. And what, what am I digging at there? You've probably gone out to restaurants in the last six months if you've been able to get out. And the service service has been a little tricky at some restaurants. So anyway, hold that thought about service. Maybe an old restaurant means to you a roadhouse diner where you can get chicken and waffles. And the server's name is Flo. And you ask for an IPA beer. They might throw you out or even just politely ask you to leave. An old-school restaurant might include Dan Tannen's, Red Tractons, Taylor's Steakhouse, the Derby. Ah, many restaurants that have long since gone. I think about the Rat Pack, Sinatra music, and a waiter, when you could, light up your smoke. That's not permissible in that area. Now that leads me to some old-school thinking, right? Ladies, does your guy still open the door for you on a date? Does, it, does the gentleman wear a sports coat to dinner? Do you make reservations or just show up to a restaurant thinking that you could possibly get in? And, you know, there's many restaurants or when you get a special dessert, you've got, to op- you've got to order that dessert in advance. Maybe you bring your own bottle of wine to celebrate an occasion. And perhaps, Lord knows, you might have a go to a movie after dinner. Those are old school thoughts. And if I'm old school... So be it. This is where I'm a little mixed up about the old school thinking versus the old school restaurant. I recently read a post from a local restaurant tour in Orange County who I greatly respect and admire. The man works very hard on his craft. He posted this following question. He said, I went to a restaurant and had a drink at the bar and I didn't like the drink. And as an owner, he's speaking, I know how tough times are so what do i do so he put his he put this on his post i gulped i hate getting into political i hate arguing with people that's just my nature but i gave my two cents anyway and i did and i said yes send the drink back get the drink the way you like it that drink we order is a an investment on the restaurant thinking and knowing you'll be happy and come back the response I got from the restaurateur surprised me just a little bit. He said to me, Peter, you've got old school thinking. Times are different. Really? My conversation ended there, but continues here on the radio. Why is me wanting a drink my way, old school, new school, after school, preschool, if you've been out lately, you've probably experienced a few a few very shorthanded restaurants. Chef T here, I, I see his posts every day. We're looking for people. We're looking for people. Come and put your application in at Gladstones. We're looking for people. Even Islands had a sign in their window saying, we sure appreciate your patience. 
Bravo. I love that. It's fair warning. But my friends, when you go out to a restaurant and you order a steak and it isn't right, they should make it right. But speaking of old school, I'll take the side of the restaurant. If you don't like something, give them a chance to make it right. Stop with this Yelp foolishness. Stop it. Stop hiding behind Facebook and Yelp. Write, go old school. Write the owner a note. They'll appreciate that. I always say one sip or one bite is on them. But if you eat half the steak, it's too late. That's yours. It's yours. Hey, hats off to Heather. She's a bartender at Nikki C's in Pasadena, Arcadia. She is professional as any of you that work in a restaurant should aspire to be. She greets her customers as they sit down, acknowledges them that they are there. That's right. Simple, no? Now that's old school. I hope you liked my commentary. Peter Dills, AM830, KLAA, Dining with Dills. If you, are, if you agree with me or you don't agree with me, that's all good. <laughs> but don't post a, real, a Yelp review about this show. <laughs> all right, it's Peter Dills, AM830, KLAA. Happy, happy National Chop Suey Day. We'll talk about that in a little bit. And as I mentioned to you before, I do have a trivia question. So let's get the phone lines a buzzing, if we could. I'm going, to get, I'm going to give out the number slowly. My friend Jill says, you talk too fast. 714-2830-830-714-2830-830. Have you written down that number? Are you ready to call in 714-2830-830? All right, this portion of our show, you know, I've got to move the camera a little bit because... There, there we go. There. Ah, here I am. Um, 714-2830-830. This portion of our show is brought to you by Surface Culinary District. If you own a restaurant, if you aspire to be a cook, if you just have some broken silverware or china or need a martini glass, having a barbecue, need a big bag of charcoal, it's Surface Culinary District. They're on Washington Boulevard, right in L.A., off the 10 freeway. And they even got a deli. And the sandwiches are pretty darn good, too. All right, 714-2830-830. By the way, Turtle is not here, but I am on Facebook. Uh, Turtle will be returning next week. He is doing, he, Turtle's a veteran, so he's doing his his due diligence over there at the Veteran Center in El Segundo. So it's just Chef T and I and Evelyn. But we're going to be talking to Chef T in about three or four minutes. Plus, Leroy has changed the name of his, his segment to... Um, He's probably going to text me if I get this wrong. Spill the wine? Is it Spill the Wine, Leroy? So he'll be talking about some wine shenanigans that he's been getting into uh, in a little bit. So Ralph is on line one. I haven't given the trivia question yet, but maybe he's got a thought or observation about my commentary. Ralph, are you there? Yes, Ralph. He's not there. Ralph is gone. Bye-bye, Ralph. See you later. So that opens up a phone line, 714-2830-830, 714-2830. Chop suey is a Chinese-American dish originated, originated in the mid to late 19th century for Chinese immigrants in San Francisco. That makes sense. You know, the chopsticks and fortune cookie were not, are, are not from China. They're from San Francisco. How's that? That's true. Uh, a chop suey fad swept in the big city in 1986. 1896, Americans began visiting 
New York-style Chinese restaurants in large numbers for the first time. Chop suey consists of small pieces of meat, chicken, shrimp, stir-fried with celery, onions, and beets, and uh, bean sprouts. I like chop suey. Most Chinese servers in 1890s were known for their yellow jackets. Well, that's old school, right? If you go to a Chinese restaurant right now and say, hey, you got a yellow jacket on. I don't know. All right, it's Peter Dill, 714-2830-830, 714-2830-830. I don't have a drum roll because Turtle's not here. So I'm going to give out the trivia question right now. I'm going to give you three minutes to think about it because we're going to come back after the break. Here's the deal. Martinis. I was talking about martinis. There's a Gibson. Gibson is a lemon twist and an onion in your gin martini. Some people like onions. Some people like olives. I like onions. My friend Chelsea Jones, she likes olives. Here is our trivia question for the first segment of the show. It's a true or false question. No redos. It's a one-time question. Is it good luck to have two olives in your martini? You got a 50% chance of getting it. Is it good luck to have martinis in martinis? Is it good luck to have olives in your martinis? Two of them. Is it good luck to have two? 714-2830-830-714-2830-830. When we come back from the break, we're going to be talking about shrimp and anything that comes out of the ocean because we're here with Chef T from Gladstones in Long Beach. It's Peter Dills, AMA 30 KLAA. Angels Radio. AME 30. When you really want Italian food, you have got to get to Colombo's. Colombo's Italian Steakhouse and Jazz Club. Colorado Boulevard, Eagle Rock. It's that little neighborhood place you wish was down the street from you. Yes, it's a big, wide, wonderful world we live in. And Colombo's is open and better than ever, if that's even possible. So, you ask your beloveds, what would they like to do? And they say, Colombo's. Colombo's? But what about the beach? Maybe. The Dodgers. Okay. The movies. Possibly. So you ask, what tickles your fancy? And they say... Columbo! Why the world's greatest meatballs, absolutely delicious steaks, the freshest catch from the seas, great service, and it's also affordable. Columbo's, considered by many the ninth wonder of the world. Don't deny the little ones and mother. Broaden their horizons at the world-famous Columbo's, that little neighborhood place you wish was down the street from you. Columbo's, manja. You have got to get to Gladstones, smack dab in the middle of Southern California in the thriving little hamlet of Long Beach overlooking the Queen Mary. Gladstones. Why? Well, seeker of wisdom, truth, and gustatorial delights, the mere fact that you honor the world with your magnificent presence is reason enough to revel with abandon in the freshest and most tantalizing provisions from the fertile plains and the briny deep at Gladstones. Feed your happy little face, mouth-watering laughter from the seven seas. Clam chowder so delicious, George Washington would swim the ocean for. Salmon so scrumptious, it might kiss you. Specials every day, and all at a price that won't bust the budget. 
Yes, I'm talking to you. It's the just reward for you being you. You have got to get to Gladstones, smack dab in the middle of Southern California in the thriving little hamlet of Long Beach overlooking the Queen Mary. Gladstones! Hi everybody, it's Peter Dills. Happy to bring you this message from T.G. Metzger of State Farm. Snatching stuff, take... Oh, what is going on in here? Uh It's okay, relax. Watch this. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, Dave. Wow. Is that your agent? It's the jingle. Try it. Uh, no. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is is there. With a sandwich. Oh, yeah. And the girl from 4E? And can I get a hot tub? Nice. Find out what else State Farm agents can do for you at whyagent.com. And like a good neighbor, State Farm is always there for you. Call your local State Farm rep. His name is T.G. Metzger. His phone number is 626-487-1500. That's T.G. Metzger at 626-487-1500. Angels Radio, AM 830. Well, I do miss Turtle because I screwed up. I don't know why. Now we're live on Facebook. Uh, so those of you who just started watching, Scott and Chris, hello there. I, my apologies. Hey, happy birthday. To Pete Galenis, Sharon Norris, and Melissa Daniker. Happy birthday. What is today? August 28th? Something like that. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> 29th? God, one month ago One month ago was my birthday, was I? Hmm. Yeah. All right, Joe Murray, I'm here for Munchy Manchy Man. All right, see, now we're on Facebook. I don't know what I did. What did I do wrong? All right, this portion of our show is brought to you by Longo Lexus. Longo Lexus, if you guys see that brand-new Lexus out in the parking lot? That's mine. How can, a, how can a guy that makes nothing here on radio afford a Lexus? Well, you got to head over to Longo Lexus and check it out. In fact, if you're driving a Lexus right now, you might even consider of turning the car in. My friend Chris, who's the general sales manager at Longo Lexus, tells me cars are hard to come by now. So if you're thinking about it, thinking about getting a new car, now is the perfect time to drive into Longo Lexus. And Munchy Munch is here. Chef T, we're going to take a phone call. He's right. probably, well, he's going to, it's a 50 50 chance, right? All right all you right. guys, I think you remember the answer, right? Dave from Buena Park, uh, welcome to the show. Peter Dills, AMA 30 KLAA. You got a 50 50 chance there, Dave. So is it good I luck? Know, Peter. I am f- fantastic. Don't know what, what. All right. I got, I got the answer for you. Okay. Is it good luck to have two, 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 two is bad luck, one is good. You're right. You are right. One or three is good. <laughs> no, two is bad luck. Actually, the deal with the martini is that the uh, you put three in. You're supposed to put three in. The first one, you bite, and then you drink the martini, and then the second one, the second and third one, are drenched in the vermouth and the gin or the vodka, so then you catch a little bit more of a buzz. So, yeah, two is bad luck. 
one or three is good luck. So, yeah, good job. Congratulations. Dave, uh, we're going to put you on hold. Evelyn's going to get your information, and we'll send you out a gift card. As long as you have one a gift card already on the show, it's going to be sent out to you this week. So congratulations, Dave, and thank you for listening in Buena Park. Yeah, all right. Uh, Matt Plunkin is now uh, listening to his uh, – oh, in the Martinez house. So, Matt, if you're listening or watching on Facebook – uh, there's two things that how a martini was invented. Number one is it was in Martinez uh, outside of San Francisco. There's a city you, you know, you travel up there. So they named the martini after Martinez because when the guy hit the gold rush, he went to Martinez and they didn't have champagne. They had gin, made a martini. The other one I said is if you've had a vermouth, it's martini and Rossi and somehow the name came there. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. It's Peter Dills, AMA 30 KLAA. We're here until six o'clock. Let's talk seafood. Let's talk to Gladstones. Let's talk to Chef T. Chef T, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Peter. You've been, you've been here a few times. Yeah, I've been here a few times. You were, you were with another restaurant. I won't yeah, Federalist. You're yeah, with the we, Federal can, we can talk about other restaurant, but we don't want. Let's not get into that. <laughs> no, no. Let's, let's talk about Gladstones yeah. here in Long Beach. They've been there for many, many years. They're under the toolage. Uh, the commander in chief is John Sangmeister and my good friend Scott out there at Gladstones. Love going there. Love going there and having um, the, the Sapporo beer, the big bombers sitting out on the patio it is a real seafood restaurant you took over from chef pete lamar yes. just about a year ago about october when you gave me that call that's right that infamous right. Call. Call, the call was in <laughs> the call was in the current uh anyway it was it, it was yeah. in so tell us about gladstones before and gladstones now you haven't really changed the menu so to speak yeah. that much but just the flavors maybe just, just the just flavors we just um we just thought that maybe you know um it, it's time for a, a different look right and uh, um, the menu is basically almost the same but we just added like more flavors and the, the appeal made it more more of a sex appeal to right. it now yeah. you know because um, um, before I guess it was just you know just it's just regular. Yeah, clam yeah. chowder was yeah. white. The, yeah, uh, just, uh, Chilean sea bass and lobster. Just, now, yeah, we just want a little oomph to it. Yep. So, which I did. And uh, um, shout out to uh, Chef Pete. You know, nothing yep. was wrong with it. But it's just time for a new change. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's I, that's where I I went in there. I think I went in there uh, during when we were able to go out to eat to, outside and. Uh, you suggested the scallops, and I told them. Uh, I told yeah. the staff that the scallops uh, were the best dish. I've ever ever had at the Gladstones in Long Beach. I know you told me. I was like, "Wow, yeah, I've been here 17 years." And, 17 uh, years, and, and those uh, scallops the first, were the, okay. the best. I must be doing something right. You know, it doesn't have to be. You do. You can be creative when you're going to a seafood restaurant. Yeah. It doesn't have to be all about, um, you know, shrimp and. And and, and 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 lobster, lobster, and all that. There's so many other things that you can do when you go to a um, a, a place like that. Like like I, I got a tea. John's probably listening right now. And oh, he, he brought he, me he brought he me some, he brought me some <laughs> ribs about a year ago. He goes, aren't these the best ribs? And I'm like, yeah, they were good. But I'm not driving from El Segundo over to Long Beach for for ribs. I want seafood. I don't want a burger. I no no a burger is you know for the kids and you want to make yes. sure that everybody's happy. I totally get that, but a seafood restaurant overlooking the Queen Mary has to be a place where I'm going to get a seafood. So tell me about the ordering technique. What 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 has changed? What do you feel like has changed at Gladstones? Uh, basically, we're still the same, but you know, operation has been changed a little bit because of COVID. So 
everything is a little bit more, you know, high intensity and of course our menu is cut down a little bit to give better service right, to right, our right, guests, right. of course. Yeah, because but be, 2 years ago before COVID, there was a I think he took down the sign, but every night was something cra- yes. crabby Tuesday, yeah. lobster Wednesdays, <laughs> sushi Thursdays. Yeah, yeah, it was it was always something like um maybe uh Monday, you know, uh, all day sushi. Right. Stuff like that. It was daily. But because of what's going on, we kind of stopped that. But that's why I'm excited to actually talk about September. Well, we're talking a, to yeah. Chef T from Gladstone. Tell us what's happening. September's next week. Yeah, Let's get so, into it. Uh, finally, this is our first kind of like special that we finally kind of like got together and like, let's do this now. So we got, we brought back the Shrimply September. So I guess, you know, we got this special area on the menu that will say this is shrimply september and all the stuff that you can think of shrimp will be on there you know we'll have um like a shrimp tower we'll have barbecue shrimp we have shrimp pasta we'll have shrimp cakes you know like uh it, it's, it's just gonna be like a shrimp fiesta right basically we're talking we're- to chef t angels radio ama 30 k laa and peter dills if you missed us last week well, the angels were on. We're back. Anytime that you get a little nervous that we're not still on the radio, we're going to be here. And also, if you miss any portion of Chef T's interview, we do it all again tomorrow on um, the podcast. So automatic feed. If you if you uh, miss any of the show or if uh, like my friend Rusty out in Valencia, he tells me he's working right now. He's an optician. And he, uh, I said it again. Uh, he uh, he fixed his glasses. <laughs> so his hey Peter, I can't listen at five o'clock. Hey, that's all right. We got a podcast, so anything that you miss, it will be there. Let's talk about the um, Gladstones in Long Beach. It's uh, it's run by my good friend Scott. You're in the sh- you're in the Amazing, kitchen. Amazing, by the way. Yeah, you're in the kitchen. But I got to tell you, I've got my top five mai tais in Southern California. Yes, we were and talking about this. We make good mai tai at Gladstones. I like the uh, in Glendale. Yeah. I like um, Damon's in South Pasadena. I like the Canoe House in all over Southern California. Hey, believe it or not, Islands makes a good. Mai Tai, but Gladstones makes a killer Mai Tai, and they're down there, of course, in in uh, the area of Long Beach, right there on the pike. I mean, what a great afternoon, just going out there. Uh, okay, I don't know. I, I apologize. You still doing the Calypso music on Sundays, or is that on hold? <laughs> Everything that's played there, yeah, you know, Mr. Uh, Sagmeister, he, he, you know, he's the orchestrator, you know. Right. We'll have music going on, but that's his list. <laughs> right, right. Okay, all right. So, yeah, on a Sunday, it's really a gorgeous day, especially so. th- this time of year, August, September, which I always say is the hottest time of the year. But what a great uh, view there it is at Gladstones. If you can sit there, have yourself a little cocktail, watch the boats go by, watch the pretty girls on the bicycles, on the boardwalk, and in the distance, and not too far distance, is the Queen Mary. And they also at Gladstones have named their uh, Bloody Mary after the Queen herself. <laughs> Gladstones Bloody Mary. You're pretty impressed. I don't have the menu in front of me, and I'm uh, rattling. Notice, I'm no, rattling no, no. all these things off, right? <laughs> it's Peter Dills. It is AMA 30 KLAA. We're talking to Chef T. He is with. Uh, he is the executive chef now at Gladstones in Long Beach. For those of you that are are on Facebook. Sorry, I, I don't know what I did, but it's live on Facebook now, and you can see that we got the big banners of AMA30KLA 
all behind us. All right, so we got a little bit of music in our ears. That means we got to take a break. And just remember, coming up a little bit later, Leroy will be here talking about what he talks about, the best he does, Spill the Wine. That's a little segment that he does. It's always informative. It's a little takes the edge off here on AM 830 KLAA. We'll be back with Chef Pete. I think it's time to eat. Yeah, it's time to eat. We're going to do that very Like a worn-out recording of a favorite song. So while she lay there sleeping. Angels Radio. AM 830. Hey, everybody. It's Peter Deals for Sapporo Beer. It's the number one selling Asian beer in the United States. It's contemporary. It's stylish. It's food-friendly. And it's legendary. Sapporo stands out from the crowd. Since its creation in 1876, Sapporo has been crafted using only the finest ingredients. Sapporo maintains its rich brewing tradition and historical taste profile, which were first modeled after the Bavarian purity law. I love it. When it's warm outside, there's nothing better than a cold Sapporo. It's Peter Dills, and if you like great Mai Tais and a wide range of Hawaiian-inspired food, then I need to tell you about one of my favorite restaurants. It's the Canoe House on Fair Oaks in South Pasadena. Great happy hour and some of the best Mai Tais that I've ever had. The Canoe House is fun. It's exotic. The food ranges from burgers and onion rings to ahi salad with weekly cold beer specials and that Mai Tai that I was telling you about. You can get it at happy hour each and every Monday. Every night is something different. The Canoe House in South Pasadena is a great place for any night of the week and is only a short drive from wherever you're listening to our show. Hi everybody, it's Peter Dills, happy to bring you this message from T.G. Metzger of State Farm. Snatching stuff, take... Oh, what is going on in here? Uh-oh. It's okay, relax. Watch this. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, Dave. Wow. Is that your agent? It's the jingle. Try it. Uh, no. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is, is there. With a sandwich. Oh, yeah. And the girl from 4E? And can I get a hot tub? Nice. Find out what else State Farm agents can do for you at whyagent.com. And like a good neighbor, State Farm is always there for you. Call your local State Farm rep. His name is T.G. Metzger. His phone number is 626-487-1500. That's T.G. Metzger at 626-487-1500. Angels Radio. AM 830. Hey, it's Peter Deals. We're back. Well, I'm back. I'm back. But Chef T has left the, the uh, Chef T has left me to uh, do the show for a little bit by myself. They went into the kitchen. They're going to bring out some delicacies, so I'm kind of excited. I'm sure Evelyn's excited, too. I didn't have anything to eat today. I had a smoothie, so whatever they bring in, I'm excited about. Peter Dills, AMA 30, KLAA. Yes, indeed, we were talking about martinis. Why do you put olives in martinis? Some say that the olive is the best part of the martini. Martinis drinkers often claim that the garnishing the beverage with olives gives it an extra kick of flavor. I'll agree, an onion too. Cocktail party goers insist that a simple olive garnish turns gin and vermouth into a martini. I agree with that too. The olive has a positive health effects. Don't know about that, but it's hardly the reason why it's necessary to have an ingredient like that in a great martini. A great martini, a great martini is simple. 
The problem with being 100 degrees out, you might not get a hundred, uh, not get a great martini, because a lot of restaurants will pull the ice from what is called the well, and that's the same place where they're pulling the ice for their cokes or fountain drinks or anything like that. That's why the best martini to me is the one that I make at home because the ice is actually frozen. You know, like white. You know, it has that white film i guess or it's white chalky but it's frozen so you put in six or seven ice cubes make a martini but when you go to a restaurant it's 100 degrees out and they're using the slushy ice from the well it's just not the same julie at colombo's in eagle rock she's kind of figured out my oh my persnickety nature that's for my friend ventura flores my persnickety nature is that uh I want that. I want those ice cubes. Everything in a martini's got to be cold, friends. The glass, the olives, the onions, the lemon, every the, the everything for a martini glass has to be frozen. If you missed my commentary, I might try to. Uh, may, I'll, I'll save it for a couple other weeks. Yeah, that's right. So we're talking about martinis. We're talking about mai tais. We have Chef T. He's in the kitchen. He's going to be bringing back some little delicacies for me to chew on and I can't wait on that. So we have a new restaurant that we've been talking about. It's called Coco Palms. They're out in the, uh, they're off the Pomona right there, you know, Pomona Mining Company. It's called Coco Palms. You've probably heard of it or you may may have been there for a wedding. They've got room for like six or seven hundred people there. My friend Jesse uh, from used to be at Paul Martin in Pasadena. He is now running the show up at Coco Palm. So if you're looking for something different in the Laverne, Montclair, Pomona area, and you like Cuban food and you want something different, I strongly suggest, I recommend Coco Palms in Pomona right off the 10 freeway. We talked about um, the old school versus new school versus preschool or whatever. I have to go online and tell you or go on the radio and tell you I am definitely old school. If it's not done right, don't complain. Don't don't go hide at home on Facebook or Yelp. Tell the tell the bartender you don't like it. Uh, a few a uh, couple years ago, I was at the uh, I was at a country club in Newport Beach, Pelican Hills. Beautiful view of the sunset at 5:30 in the afternoon. I ordered a glass of Tattinger champagne, twenty-five dollars for a glass of champagne. Might seem a little high. And it came out flat. And I told the girl, I said, hey, this is flat. I can't drink this. <sighs> she rolled her eyes at me and came back with a big smile on her face because it was bubbling and effervescent and fizzy. And she goes, oh, I see. It's The, the other glass was flat. There was no bubbles. They said, yes. So don't be afraid, friends. Send something back. But don't wait. Send it back immediately. Like I said, the first bite is yours. The second bite is theirs. But So send stuff back if you don't like it. Write the, write the chef a note if you like something. That's old school. 20 years ago, 20, 25 years ago, when you really like something, you, you'd send maybe even send a $20 bill to the kitchen. Write a note. Hey, chef, I loved those scallops. Hey, I love the steak. Man, that's, that's part of it. Become a part become a part of the culture at the restaurant they'll take really good care of you i mean i have friends that will go into restaurants and 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 get get great service and even get a few free drinks and i go hey we got to leave a 25 percent tip oh i never leave 25 percent. well 
the, trust me, the waitress server is going to remember you the next time, and things might not go the way you planned. It's Peter Dills, AMA 30, KLAA. As I had mentioned, today is National Chop Suey Day. Uh, we don't have turtle today, so we're not going to do some of those fun bits that we did, but I think we're having a pretty good show talking about eating martinis and why do we put olives in martinis. I told that Chef T is back. He's brought some food. It's National Chop Suey Day, and here is some things that I learned in history. Today, in I just mentioned in his uh, today in history, the Cantonese chef of a Chinese ambassador, Li Hong Cheng, invented a Cantonese American style food. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, oh, here's a good one. In 1953, Rick Downey of the group. Do you guys know Rick Downey of what group was born? Blue Oyster Cult. Also, one thing, uh, one other thing before we start eating on radio. In 2007, Alfred Pete died. Who was Alfred Pete? Well, if you know Pete's Coffee, he was the founder of Pete's Coffee and Tea in Berkeley, California, in 1966. The founders of Starbucks were fans and opened their openly acknowledged his influence. So what we're saying is that there was a Pete's Coffee before there was a Starbucks. Shoot, I wish I would have bought star stock in Starbucks about 20 years ago. All right, Chef. Chef's taking pictures before we talk. All right. Oh, Rod, let's let's talk to Rod real quick. Rod, you got 50 seconds. I've got, uh, we're going to start munching, munchy munch on the radio here. Rod from San Diego, what's happening? Hey, Peter, just calling on your commentary. I think it's spot on. A couple of things real quick. You look at the Food Network and the Empires today, your dad was at the forefront of that. All of us growing up in L.A. watched your dad on KBC and Eyewitness News. And, uh, and no, that's not bragging. Anyone who knew you growing up knew that you had a dad in the limelight, but you did your homework. You were a good guy, no celebrity. You just did your thing. And, yeah, old school is about treating people right, right. doing the right thing, talking to people, right? Talking yeah. to people. If something's good, tell them. If something's not so good, tell them. They will honor that. It will treat you well. So keep doing what you're doing, Peter. I think it's awesome, and I'm right with you on the old school. We're right there together, buddy. Hey, I don't care if you're 10, 20, 8 to 80. Old school is just treating people right, you know. But That's also, it. but That's being it. respectful when you go out to an, a, uh, when you go out to eat, make reservations. Don't make reservations at eight eight different restaurants and just show up at one. You make reservations. Right. You show up on time. And if you treat people decently, they will do the right thing by you every time. And any good worthwhile restaurant, that's how they train their people. I got a couple boys who have worked in, in the restaurant business, you know, through high school and now into college. And that's what it's all about. So they know what they're doing. Keep doing what you're doing, Peter. All right. I love you. That's Rod from San Diego. Uh, yeah, there we go. We got one guy that agrees with me. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of that, 714-2830-830. Hey, phone lines are open. 714-2830-830. This portion of our show is brought to you by Tattinger Champagne, some of the best champagne under $50 that I've, I've ever had available at your local Vons Pavilions and other fine retailers near you. Back to Chef T. We're talking about shrimp. September is coming around the corner. Are you a football fan? Yes, I'm a big uh, Raiders fan. All right, so this is a sports station. We play the Raiders here occasionally, believe it. We do. <laughs> no, we play, if, when the Raider, pl Raiders play here on Sundays, they sometimes uh, the Ducks, the Angels. I'm a big UCLA fan. Okay. I was happy about the victory yesterday. We were supposed to be a close game. We blew out Hawaii, uh, made a few dollars, and I'm excited next week, LSU. In fact... I'm leaving work early on Saturday just so I can go to the game. So if you're a big UCLA fan and you see a, 
uh, a short white guy with uh, blonde hair wearing a UCLA shirt, that just might be me. <laughs> Make sure you say hello. Chef T is here talking about shrimp. All right, uh, tell, give us your background. You're Cambod- Cambodian. Uh, yeah, You're I'm very proud, yeah. proud of it. And yeah. How does Cambodian and uh, seafood mix? Oh, well, you know, Cambodia is right there next to the ocean right? in Cambodia, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Our main staple is a Fish and rice. So. Right. What's it? What's? Oh, I got a. We got a phone call there. Okay. I, I hope it's somebody that wants to argue with me. By okay. The way. I don't know why I feel like arguing, but um, what's the difference between mahi mahi and cod? Mahi mahi is more of a. It looks. It resembles a, a dolphin. Okay. Like the meat and texture is more like a dolphin. Okay. And the cod is more more flaky, more white. But when you go to a restaurant and they go, like they go, uh, and they're not going to tell you what kind of fish yeah. they're going to give you. They're yeah. going to say dollar ninety nine fish oh, tacos. Mahi's well, more firm. All right. More firm. What would you suggest, though? I, I say uh, mahi's more expensive. Okay, because we had cod. cod yeah. My friend Brian and Leslie are listening right now, and they're probably yeah. going, oh, boy. Yeah. So we had cod, and we didn't finish the cod. It was yeah. well, it was difficult. Yeah, cod, cod tacos are not probably not the best. Right. To, to All right, them. Brian and Leslie. Okay, we got Raphael. Raphael's on line one. I don't know what he wants to talk about. We're gonna. He, let's see, Raphael. Welcome to the show. Hey, well, thank you. What's on your mind? Uh, well, what you were saying earlier about like how to be presentable at a restaurant being on time and stuff okay that i I agree that's 100 percent like a big big issue of certain people and or uh going to too many restaurants and reserving that yeah that's that's a no-no yeah so good. Well, we're two for two, uh, Chef T. They, the fans agree with us. Oh, there we Old go. school is live again here on AMA 30 KLAA. You know, we were doing. Hey, thanks for the call, Raphael. We'll uh, we'll appreciate that. And your thank you, Raphael. Yeah, that's from San. He's from Santa Ana. We did a hundred days of grilling. Uh, we started in yes. Labor Day, and I guess next week will be our last day of the 100 Days of Grilling. But I'm going old school. I'm going to go old school for the next month here on AMA 30 KLAA, talking about martinis and places that you know that you're going to get good service. A lot of people listen to the show, and they're looking for those little hidden gems. I am with you 100%, and we'll continue to try to find those hidden gems. But for the next month, I'm talking old school type of places that you know. I don't know. I'm a casual guy. I don't want to really wear a sports coat, especially when it's 100 degrees. But if you got to, you got to. All right, Chef T. Um, we got to we got to we got to take another break. But okay, let's 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 revisit the shrimp uh, shrimp month. Okay. All right. Yeah. We're and where, where, where's my food? Oh, right there. Let's go. Bring it over here. All right. Here you, we go. You, 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 you talk. You talk. You talk, and uh, I'll eat. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, there we go. Well, I got the. Um, I got the uh, right here. They're scared the to bring me food. They're yeah, scared well, to bring no, me food here. Scared. Here you go. I'm just going to wow you bring real fast. Bring it over here. There. <laughs> bring it over here. All right. Woo. Wow, wow, wow. It's right. I, a, I like the size of the right shrimp. There. Yeah. Okay. Tell me about what I'm eating. Yeah. It's just a um, garlic shrimp, like almost it's like a carbonara. It's just not a garlic shrimp. Well, well, you taste it. Well, you taste it. Yeah. There's a lot of love that goes into mm. there. Yeah. And we got it right there. Um, mm-hmm. Some uh, Mexican uh, tiger shrimp. So. We would be featuring some of um, some of these items over there, and uh, this will be on our Shrimply September menu. So, what's the uh, best-selling item at your restaurant? Oh uh, well, if you're talking about the best-selling item, it's mm-hmm. the LSE pasta. What is Liguini, your Liguini shrimp 
and uh, crab. <laughs> it's the number one bestseller. Yeah, get crab legs, man. I remember yeah. going to Costco 20, yeah. 25 years ago. Yeah, get them for nine ninety five, yeah. ten ninety five. It's about forty five dollars a oh, pound now. I know it's crazy. Yeah, why do you? It's just. Um, I guess yeah. it's just supply and demand. Yeah, it's just not a lot of people out there. But when I watch working, the, when I watch the Discovery Channel, they seem like they're pulling out crab legs like crazy. <laughs> that was probably from two years ago. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Is there tough to find? Because nobody's out there trying to work. Mm-hmm. What are they trying to do? <laughs> I guess everything has been. Uh, uh, I looked online. Supply. Yeah, I looked frozen. I, I look, so. Yeah, right. I looked online today. I didn't get my six hundred dollars stimulus check. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we got to take uh, we got to take a break. But when we come back, more Chef T. This portion of our show is brought to you by Longo Lexus. It's my place. Three years, three three different Lexuses, and I love them. You'll never see my car on the side of the freeway broken down. Yeah, Diane. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Diane, Diane's saying. Angels Radio, AM 830. Hi, I'm Chappie. And Seminar Skip here. Join us along with Van Stan Hal every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 for the Morning Line Sports Show on AM 830 KLAA. We talk baseball, football, hockey, and more, but concentrate on the sport of kings, horse racing. Each week we have insights from top industry experts. So join our cast of characters on the Morning Line Sports Show every Saturday morning from 8 to 9 on AM 830 KLAA. Or catch us on Facebook Live on TML AM 830. You have got to get to Gladstones, smack dab in the middle of Southern California, the thriving little hamlet of Long Beach overlooking the Queen Mary, Gladstones. Why? Well, seeker of wisdom, truth, and gustatorial delights, the mere fact that you honor the world with your magnificent presence is reason enough to revel with abandon in the freshest and most tantalizing provisions from the fertile plains and the briny deep at Gladstones. Feed your happy little face, mouth-watering laughter from the seven seas. Clam chowder so delicious, George Washington would swim the ocean for. Salmon so scrumptious, it might kiss you. Specials every day, and all at a price that won't bust the budget. Yes, I'm talking to you. It's the just reward for you being you. You have got to get to Gladstones, smack dab in the middle of Southern California in the thriving little habitat of Long Beach overlooking the Queen Mary. Gladstones! Hi, everybody. It's Peter Dills. Happy to bring you this message from T.G. Metzger of State Farm. Snatching stuff, take... Oh, what is going on in here? Uh-oh. It's okay. Relax. Watch this. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, Dave. Wow. Is that your agent? It's the jingle. Try it. Uh, no. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is, is there. With a sandwich. Oh, yeah. And the girl from 4E? And can I get a hot tub? Nice. Find out what else State Farm agents can do for you at whyagent.com. And like a good neighbor, State Farm is always there for you. Call your local State Farm rep. His name is T.G. Metzger. His phone number is 626-487-1500. That's T.G. Metzger at 626-487-1500. Angels Radio, AM 830. 
All right, we're not saying goodbye to Chef T, but we want you guys to come down to Long Beach. Visit him and his staff at the Gladstones on the Pike. They're open seven days a week. Got the vacations coming up. Perfect stay, stay vacation, as they say, one day thing. Come on down to Gladstone. Chef T, thanks for coming by. Oh, thank you for having and, me. And your crew. Yeah. And I w- I'll take a picture of what you brought me for dinner. Okay. Unbelievable. All right. So we're cutting this right now, but don't touch that dial because Leroy is here. And I'm going to be back to, to wrap up the show as soon as Leroy is done with his interview. All right, Leroy, you ready? All right, Leroy, take it away. Thank you, Peter Gills. Hey, it's before six, and hi, everybody. It's time for Wine with your host, Leroy Wine Guy Guilford. Now, Rafael Navarro is my guest today. We're going to explore the Navarro family vineyards. But first, a little special news. Uh, yeah, we're in the Monarch Studios in Carlsbad, California. And it's engineered by, yes, uh, Roland Guilford. And we are launching the Spill the Wine show podcast. So the long form of what we're going to do right now, you can go to spillthewine.show and uh, and all the usual platforms. And weekly, we're going to be doing the long form of the before six called Spill the Wine. So I'm going to turn over here to a guy who is fascinating because he has this beautiful estate growing Brunello style Sangiovese. He made the plunge, yeah, to grow grapes and make wine. We talk about that all the time. And he used to sell Pirelli tires. I think that enters into the picture. So, <laughs> Raphael, welcome to Before Six. Yeah, well, thank you, Leroy. A pleasure to be here. And, and yes, absolutely, it does uh, lead into uh, drinking a lot of wine because Pirelli taught me everything I needed to know about living right, lifestyle, and enjoying great food, great wine, and living well. And living a little bit in Italy, right? Well, can't claim to live there, but I was there enough that uh, you could say I spent more than than my fair share of time in Italy getting to learn the region and all the great things about Italian culture. Well, we're going to real quick, because we got uh, seven short minutes, which now is more like uh, four and a half. (laughs) Hey, you came out of that industry. You started way back going to UCLA, and you popped open your garage, and I saw all these Porsches. So obviously, you got cars in the blood. Absolutely. And my father told me I would never be worth a damn trying to get involved in motorsport. And you know what? Motorsport gave me a great career (laughs) and got me to eventually work at Pirelli and learn about all great things Italian. So let's talk about this brand new wine that you're launching. You are a bonded licensed winery out of the Temecula Valley. And it's the Navarro Family Vineyards, and you are focusing specifically on Brunello-style Sangiovese, so Italian to the max. Absolutely, man. And uh, I got to tell you, that's what I, I found that I loved, um, including falling in love with Italian culture. And, you know, what do most people know about uh, Italian wines? You know, Chianti's and uh, strong reds, full-bodied reds and for me my favorite that i got to discover and enjoy in depth was a great brunello and uh you know i can't call my wine a brunello di montalcino but that became my favorite wine and i figured that you know what if i'm going to take the plunge and i'm going to make wine that's what i want to make okay so you're growing very specifically a clone or a transplant of cuttings right of that wine you just spoke of so we're you're growing on your property 
the Brunello variety of Sangiovese. And we are, yes, folks, like I've said before, you know, when you sip wine with a winemaker, there's some benefits. And we've been sipping up this 2015 Brunello-style Sangiovese. Talk specifically about this and some of the farming behind it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, again, like I said, I wanted to make uh, a, a wine pattern after uh, Brunello. So when I went to plant my vineyards, uh, we researched the, the terroir and to make sure that we got the right rootstocks, again, the right clone that would thrive in the region that we have. You know, Temecula Valley is blessed with, uh, you know, a great climate, uh, very Mediterranean in nature. But you still, at the same time, what you need to do is you, may, you need to make sure what type of soil you're planting on. My particular property has two different distinct microclimates on it. One uh, is very DG. It's very hilly. Uh, the other is very loamy soil. So both of the areas that we planted took a specific rootstock uh, that we selected. So two different rootstocks that we grafted the Brunello clone to. And the ultimate bottom line is... Talk real quick and uh, give it about 30 seconds worth. This particular wine we're sipping right now, your first release here, the 2015 Brunello-style Sangiovese. Yeah, um, this particular wine, as I was getting my, uh, ordering my, uh, my, my rootstock and, and, and the graft, um, we sourced these particular grapes from a young vineyard in Temecula mm-hmm. that was about five years of age. Um, so a little bit more acidity in this wine because of the young vines. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's what you have here. Very balanced. I think it's very uh, fruit forward. Uh, great, uh, great on the nose. Very uh, fleur de lis, as Dr. Farrell likes to call it, but also <laughs> balanced. Um, and it gives you everything that you would expect out of a Brunello. And then, and if you guys, yeah, if you punch up, uh, you know, spillthewine.show, you'll hear Dr. Enrique Ferro. He's like, um, he's like the guru of wine grape farming and winemaking in Southern California, and he joins us a little bit in the long form. All right, so let's talk about now. You're getting ready to market this, to plug in and make it available. You have about 5,000 cases of various oldie older vintages that you've now produced. How's that going to come about? Yes, I'm, uh, I wanted, I never wanted to go into big distribution with this project. I wanted to keep it very, very boutique. It's going to be strictly online um, at my own website, the NavarroFamilyVineyards.com. And uh, you never know, Leroy, you, you had mentioned a few things that got me thinking about uh, your contacts with some nice Italian restaurants. I'm, I'm open. Now, now, hold on. We're part of Peter Dill's show, and there's nobody in Southern California that has contacts with restaurants like this guy whom I'm joining. So, hey, yeah, if you are uh, maybe even Italian in style and you going, you've got to be kidding. A Brunello-style Sangiovese available from the Temecula Valley. I can put it in my restaurant. Well... Get, why don't you tell them how they might be able to get a hold of you? And uh, you never know. You could end up in a couple nice restaurants here, you know. The Navarra Family Vineyards.com or TNFV Vineyards at iCloud.com is how you can reach me. All right, Rafael Navarro. Hey, this is Leroy Guilford, and I'm going to tell you once again, yes, it's the SpillTheWine.show podcast now weekly, and you can hear the long form of what we just did. All right, Peter, it's back to you, buddy. All right, Leroy, thanks. Good job. Spill the wine for sure. And I know next week we'll have a new segment uh, during the uh, 
<laughs> radio telecast here. It's Peter Dills, AMA 30 KLAA. We're live. I mean, I can tell you it's 556 and the temperature is about 84 degrees outside here in Anaheim. So that's just, you know, I, I listen to all these other radio shows and different kind of formats. I, I'm more of a music kind of guy, not really a talk show kind of guy. But I personally, anytime I hear a commercial on the radio, I switch to another show or another station because I want to hear music. I don't listen to commercials. So that's why this show is so cool is because we're, we, we, we have these conversations with people like Chef T and we can just talk and talk and talk and we have a few breaks just because we need to get some water. But if you're into uh, almost commercial-free music or almost commercial-free talk or almost commercial-free dialogue, then... I hope our show is for you because we sure, certainly enjoy doing the show. Make a few mistakes, which I do I do occasionally. Yeah. It's kind of hard being a one-man show. But we do the best that we can, and we talk about food, and we have great guests like Chef T. And so I hope you make uh, AM830 your home on Sunday afternoons at uh, 5 o'clock because we enjoy talking to you and giving away stuff like that. So uh, we're going to wrap up the show. Just a reminder... If you missed any part of the show, you can just go onto that purple little icon on your smartphone. It's called the podcast, and you can listen to the whole show in its entirety. And Turtle will be back next week, so I know that during the break we missed some things, but uh, it's it's our home, AM830KLAA. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in, and we'll be back next week.